New Orleans Pelicans basketball is on the air. Pump fake. Bounce feed to Jonas. Up top, B.I. Straight away three. Good! Bucket! Bucket! Good! Rumble, young man! Ball game! Hi, this is Todd Graffinini. Join John DeShazer and me as the Pelicans take on the Boston Celtics. Saturday at 6 p.m. on ESPN 100.3 New Orleans. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Andrew Lopez, Aaron Summers sitting in for Gus. Jordan, the intern, is pretending he's at school right now. What a day to bail on us. What a day. Way to go, Jordan. This is, You know what? This is not the curse of Lopes. This is not Gus's fault. This is Jordan's fault. It wouldn't be a show if I didn't blame something on Jordan. So... This. So this is what he's going to take. I'm pretty sure he's in a meeting with one of his uh, teachers right now, so he doesn't know I'm blaming this on him. <laughs> but when he gets out of this meeting, he's going to know uh, everything is on him. Uh, obviously, if you are uh, – ju- oh, never mind. Jordan is very clearly uh, still listening to the show. I don't know if he's listening to the show while he is meeting with his teacher. It's probably a bad idea if he is. Um, but the wow text message I just got, uh, <laughs> I would think means – that uh, he is doing that. Uh, by the way, the wild text message also looks like kind of what uh, CJ Gardner Johnson's reaction was on Twitter just now. He put the the Kevin Hart just the blinking mm-hmm. emoji. Um, so he is. Uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot of yeah. reactions and feelings felt after this news today. I mean, the fact that Coach Payton was here for so long, he meant a lot to this area through a lot. And nationally, it's the end of an era. So it's not only this city, this state that is feeling this today. I mean, it's big news across the entire landscape of the NFL. It's 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 nuts. That's that's what it is. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Jimmy in Gretna. Big day. What you got for me? Hey, how y'all doing? Doing good, man. Hey, yeah, it's sad. It's somber. We knew it was coming. Um, well, maybe not, but you know, he, he was never a lifer. He didn't want to be under, uh, Jerry Jones. thumb. I don't think he's trying to go to Dallas. He's newly married and I, I thank him for what he did for the city. Uh, we, we, we struck gold with him and uh, I do think Dennis Allen is the target. I hope he doesn't get offered more money. I think other teams are vying for him. You know, he was a head coach with the Raiders. Of course, that was a dumpster fire at the time. Al Davis was still alive at that time. They seem to be more uh, stabilized now in uh, Las Vegas. But um, it also makes sense because, you know, he's very familiar with the talent on the roster. Now, the talent on the roster, I know we have an issue at quarterback. Even though I'm a big Taysom Hill fan, he's 7-2 and two as a starter. Over two seasons, people joke about him, and I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being the starter next year. But Dennis Allen... He's very familiar with this uh, roster, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And he's familiar with the offensive side, too, just being in the locker room and whatnot. He makes the most sense. I think if not Dennis Allen, Mike Zimmer might be a target. 
Uh, but you know, again, very, it's, um, very good friends with, uh, we were, with Sean Payton. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like I said, it, it was going to be a mediocre season next year anyway. I mean, the court. Listen, some franchises go thirty years between quarterbacks. I've called and told that to Gus. I mean, look at the Jets. <laughs> look at the Browns. They said not since Bernie Kosar, who wasn't even that great, have they had a good quarterback. So, regardless of Sean, Sean. I wouldn't say he's cashing his chips out while, you know, he's still he was nine and eight this season, four quarterbacks. He can make almost as much money as a commentator, probably what he's gonna do. I do think he'll come back into coaching, not with the Saints one day, not with the Dallas Cowboys either. I think I think somebody is gonna offer it like they say it's in their blood. But um uh, you know, the Saints are probably gonna be uh, we're not gonna be four and thirteen next year. But we're probably going to be middle of the road, depending on the quarterback situation. And uh, you don't always land Drew Brees, but that was the golden era of the Saints, right, the last 16 years. We had lightning strike with a great head coach and a a Hall of Fame head coach and a Hall of Fame quarterback, you know. And as much talent as we have on the team moving into next year, um, you know, uh, it, 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 it's still a, a viable job. But Gail's got her hands full. I mean, I went to the Pelicans game last night. She's dealing with the lack of attendance there. $2 tickets on StubHub for every game, and I'm a big Pelicans fan. But she's getting older. Who's going to take over the franchise? She's got this plan, Lausha and all this. But we got to support the Pelicans and stay true to the Saints. Obviously, it's going to be – I wouldn't say it's going to be bags on heads for Aaron Brooks throwing the ball backwards, but (laughs) – We um, I watching that line. You know, crazy play. Um, those were look, rough years, but um, I, I like I this. said, Gail's got her hands yeah, go full. I will say this: the two dollar ticket thing mm-hmm. um, has been. It is not a Pelicans only thing this year. This this has been a a league wide drop. Attendance has been down across the league. Yeah, I mean we've we've both now wait is different... that not to cut you guys off, but is that due what to the COVID uh, vaccine mandates or just the fact that people have. 70 inch screens at home and they'd rather not even leave the house anymore like what are all that a, i think it's a little bit of both i think it's and not necessarily just necessarily mandates i think there's still a group of people who just don't feel comfortable going out there's a, a group of people who don't want to deal with mass mandates there's a group of you who don't want to deal with vaccine mandates there's a group of you who just don't want to go to games right now because as you said you have a nice 70 inch tv at home um, so I think it is a combination of, of all of those things. It is definitely something like, like I said, Aaron has been around, uh, to different arenas this year. I've been around to different arenas. I, I don't know if I've been in a full arena this season. Um, wow. it's just yeah. something that has been, like I said, it is, it is very like, you can go right now. I mean, everybody talks about the, oh, you can get $25 club seats or $2 seats for Pels. Go look at what you could get in Brooklyn right now. It, for a Nets team who is who is playing better than than, than your well, than the Pelicans hey, are. Hey, let, let me add something. I'll hang up and listen. I'm glad you guys are putting a spotlight on the Pelicans, and I do think even though we have the breaking news of Sean Payton leaving, that's huge. I said yesterday, ironically, to a friend, I said, "Look, this, the the Pelicans will leave for Seattle before Sean Payton retires from football." Obviously, I'm eating <laughs> eating crow. But I, they look, Sean Payton's gone, and we still have an empty arena most home games. But Willie Green's got him playing hard. I think Gail Benson's biggest issue moving forward is Pelicans' attendance. Number two, getting the right coach. I think she's very loyal. 
I don't think she's going to pick some guy off the street that she heard was good. I think she's going to pick a guy in-house or at least try to. Dennis Allen, Pete Carmichael even. she She's very loyal. Um, again, the long-term plan for the franchise. Look, listen, the, the waiting list for the same season tickets is probably over. I mean, again, with the secondary market on StubHub and all this stuff, you get tickets cheap. She's going to have an uphill battle with attendance, just like like you said earlier, with the Saints, just like with the Pelicans. So, I mean, keeping them relevant, keeping both programs relevant, but the Pelicans are moving in the right direction. I went to the game last night for two bucks. They won. Willie Green's got them playing really hard. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about, and I've bagged on Van Gundy, I've bagged on Alvin Gentry, these old retreads. Willie Green, I know for a fact, he's telling these guys, no, we're not rebuilding. We're, we're trying to make the playoffs this year. If you if Zion's overweight, oh, we'll get in there second round uh, rookie Herb Jones. You're you're going to get thirty minutes. There's an attitude change there, and I see it as a fan. I just wish the city would support them because there is a threat long term of us keeping them. Now, as far as the Saints, they are embedded in the community. I don't think any even if Gail passed away with no children, the Saints will stay here. Even if some New Yorker bought them, they would stay in New Orleans. Now, I'm not so sure about the Pelicans, but. I'll close with this. Next year depends on I, – I would love them to hire Dennis Allen and getting the right quarterback. Even though I like Taysom yeah. Hill, he gets hurt a lot. Um, but Winston's being rumored to be going to the Steelers. I think uh, you know Tomlin really likes him. He's going to get a big free agent offer from somebody. So either – I mean, I, I listen, if Sean would have stayed, I would have never – suspected him to draft a quarterback being a former quarterback himself I, I would not have won I, look this just shows he was ready to roll out he was not going to groom a 21 year old quarterback so the chances go up I would say now that the Saints do draft a quarterback combine him with Taysom and maybe get like some guy like I know Gus Kangel like went to Southern Miss like Nick Mullins the guy to back up for the Browns he'll be a free agent some third guy and go from there, and then be very defense-heavy. But, yeah, look, listen, the Saints fans, I can see it now. They want Dennis Allen. So we're oh, yeah, going to see what sure. happens. And, uh, you know, again, thank you for putting a spotlight on the Pelicans. $2 tickets, people need to come out and support them. Because hey, uh, what can you do for 2 bucks? So it's, in it's, the meantime, we got to support It's $2 everywhere. Green. I can promise you that. Uh, let's go. I appreciate the call, Jimmy. Let's go to John. Uh, here, who's been holding on for uh, six or seven minutes now? I appreciate you, John. Uh, what you what you got? Uh, hey, I was just uh, here. I just heard about the uh, thing about the uh, press conference. Yeah, uh, and I, I don't know. It 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 kind of you know doesn't surprise me. Come on, the guy's been here what seventeen, eighteen years. He's yep. been here a while doing this, and yep. he coached in Dallas before he came here. So he's been doing this a while. Maybe it's time. And then, like you say, he's only got his contract is only for what another year or two, three more. Three, yeah, three uh, more. Like they, he signed the extension at the end. Yeah. Of, well, what, maybe. 19. Yeah. Twenty twenty four. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. But maybe he's saying, uh, "You got a young fella there in Dennis Allen that's going to get a job." That says Chicago teams like that. He's going to get a job. Why not step aside now and let him take the job? I mean, it's his defense, and the team is going to have to uh, live on that defense for now. 
and it's his defense. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about Pete Carmichael. Do you think if Dennis Allen gets the job, would he stay here, or would you, do you think he would leave? You know, I think it, it's going to depend on his relationship. Like in this in this uh, scenario, if if Dennis gets it, I think it would depend on his relationship with Dennis Allen. Obviously, Pete Carmichael has also interviewed for head coaching jobs here uh, in the last few years, where he has been, uh, you know, a, a guy the teams have looked at. I could see a scenario where maybe they throw a lot of money at Dennis, or they, they, they give Dennis Allen the job because he's had the experience. Obviously, when you look at who did they go to the game that Sean had to sit out because of COVID this year, mm-hmm. they went to Dennis Allen. Um, and maybe they just, you know, you go to Dennis Allen and then you go to, you know, you say, hey, Pete, we're going to, you know, we'll we'll redo your contract and we'll give you a little bit more money. I think that may be. Uh, could be where we go. I, John, we appreciate the call. We do got to get to a break uh, here real quick. When we come out of this break, we're going to talk to to Amy Just, Pelican, I mean, uh, Pelican reporter, Saints reporter for uh, NOLA.com, the Times Speaking Union, the Advocate. Uh, so we'll do that after this break and see, uh, and then we'll get you prepped for that press conference coming up at 3 o'clock, which you can hear right here on ESPN New Orleans 100.3. We'll be right back. Today's Medical Minute is provided to you by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. Hello, I'm Billy Nakian, the director of the Spine Center of Excellence at Thibodeau Regional. Have you had a recent neck or back injury, or have you been suffering with recurrent neck and back pain? Have you been searching for relief? Thibodeau Regional has developed a unique approach to treating neck and back disorders. The Spine Center of Excellence provides a comprehensive, patient-centered approach to ensure that you receive the right care at the right time from the right provider. The Spine Center is different because it offers centralized access to multiple specialties and services. Patients and their referring physicians are led by a nurse navigator through a process of assessment and treatment, individually tailored to the patient's unique condition. In addition to total care coordination, the Spine Center's comprehensive services include everything from high-tech diagnostic imaging to physical therapy, surgery, alternative medicines, and chronic pain services. If you're experiencing back or neck pain, call today. 985-493-4501, the Spine Center of Excellence of Thibodeau Regional will put you on the path back to your normal routine. This Medical Minute was sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, nationally recognized for providing the highest level of quality care and patient satisfaction. Think you're dealing with drug poisoning, chemical poisoning, food poisoning? Call the Poison Helpline first for fast, free advice from medical professionals. Call 1-800-222-1222 anytime, anywhere. Save the number, save a life. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Aaron Summers, Andrew Lopez sitting in here for Gus. Uh, ESPN New Orleans 100.3 on this uh, wild day of um, uh, of of news. Sean Payton, uh, the announcement, the the press conference here coming up at three o'clock. Um, right now, let's go to somebody who was on the way to the press conference. Uh, uh, easy uh, easy day for you, huh, Amy? Uh, Amy, just uh, <laughs> nothing nothing really going on, huh? No. Um... Nothing. Nothing at all. Um, I had 
a beautiful morning getting my hair done in the salon. And as I was driving back from uptown to Treme, where I live, staring at the Superdome, boom, uh, Sean Payton is uh, stepping away. So, Summage felt uh, this had been coming uh, for a little bit, but it, it is pretty shocking. Um, he's only 58. Uh, you know, he's got a long career left if he wants it. Um, it sounds like this isn't a, a for sure thing forever. It just right. sounds like he needs a break. And I don't blame him. The past couple of years has been really tough, especially this last year. Um, easily one of the hardest things he's had to go through uh, this past year between Hurricane Ida and you know, Drew and... I mean, all of the injuries and all of the COVID issues and having COVID again. Um, he had had it in 2020 and then mm-hmm. had it again this past year. I mean, I could I could go on for the next hour of all the things that he had to deal with as a head coach this year. And, you know, if he wants a break, good for him. You know, it's, we only have one life to do <laughs> with what we want. And if you need a break, you need a break. We've talked a lot about how long Coach Payton has been here, and I was just talking to Andrew about this, but there's only 10 coaches in the NFL right now out of 32 that have spent more than three years in their current job. People don't stay in the same place this long, and he gave a lot to this job. He did a lot for this organization. He brought them from a place of not really winning that much to a consistent success on the field, even throughout everything that they dealt with this season yeah, with him. There's a reason, right. There's a reason why that when you talk about Saints history, you talk about pre Peyton and post Peyton. Like he is the cure. the key delineation in franchise history. And it's going to be interesting to see what the, the team does from here. Um, if he comes back, if he doesn't, um, he is still under contract through the next several seasons. So if he wanted to go coach somewhere else, the Saints still have the rights to him. So they would the get Cowboys a lot they would get a lot back from a team because of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's one of the highest paid coaches in the league. So that is definitely something to think about. Maybe not today, but as we move down the line for sure. Which includes potential draft picks, other yes. things that they right. can bargain to help alleviate that that contract. If you you mentioned maybe coming back here. I didn't, I didn't really, I haven't thought about that as a possibility. I am keeping everything open. I'm keeping everything open. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Honestly, if you would have told me last week, like a week ago today, that Sean would be retiring, I'd be like, what happened? Right? So <laughs> obviously a lot can change. Um, but right now we need to, you know, kind of focus on, okay, what's, What's next for Sean? Is he going to take a break from everything completely? Is he going to go into TV? Is he what? What is he going to do? And then, what are the next steps for the team? Does like does the team go out and hire somebody, or do they promote Dennis Allen to be their head coach for now? What would that look like? Would that be domino effects and bringing Ryan Nielsen up to be defensive coordinator? Are they going to look outward? Um, a lot of moving pieces um, on the coaching staff. Uh, so, yeah, there's going to be a lot of news uh, coming in the next 
days and weeks as we prepare for the Senior Bowl and the draft, which they will be here before we know it. Yeah, we might even know a little bit more in 35 plus (laughs) minutes when we finally have the actual press conference. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. I'm sitting in the French press press uh, parking lot waiting uh, to grab some coffee before I head over for that. You might might need that. (laughs) Um, Reminder, the the press conference for Sean Payton uh, is at 3 o'clock. It will be here on ESPN New Orleans 100.3. Amy, you mentioned the possibility of of a Dennis Allen maybe getting promoted and and, and taking that job who was, I think, supposed to talk to the Chicago Bears today. Um, Does it feel more, I mean, and obviously this is very early on, clearly, what, an hour into (laughs) this hour and a half. Does it seem more like they would want to try and keep status quo as much as possible and, and, and run with what they have built in the last, you know, 15, 16 years? Or do you think they, uh, they could, they could look outside the building for somebody to try and, and start anew? It, it, to me, to Aaron, we talked about this on the show already. It seems more like this feels like a, a franchise that would want to, go inward first and then see and then before maybe going out do you kind of get the same sense on that that's what it feels like to me but again this is so fresh (laughs) this is so new this is we're not even two hours in right so it they have so many talented coaches on their staff it would only make sense for them to look inward first uh, especially because Dennis Allen has had those opportunities, those interview opportunities elsewhere. Um, and, you know, Sean Payton over the years has said that you want teams to ask to interview your guys. Because right. that means you're hiring the right people. That means you're hiring the people who can do your job somewhere else. So it wouldn't surprise me if they do that first. Um, I think Dennis Allen has done a lot. Um, there's a lot to be said for what he's done with his defense uh, over the past several years. And um, there's a lot to be said for what he did in the one game where he filled in for Sean Payton against the Bucks. Uh They won that game with this roster. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, lots of moving pieces, uh, lots to be sorted out, but it'll all come together uh, in the coming days and weeks for sure. Sean, uh, press conference moments have been quite a thing over uh, the past few years. In in your time on the beat, what is your favorite Sean Payton press conference moment? Um, it was the game against who was that? Um, it was a road game, and. It was the game where they had the Hail Mary. Oh, Washington. It was that Washington? And we're talking about football. And then all of a sudden he starts telling a story about Sugarland, the country duo. And like that, I'm just like, where is he going with this? Um, and that had happened to be the last time that the Saints had had a Hail Mary uh, touchdown um, to end the first half. And yeah, as he tells that story, he's like, yeah, you know. We have this huge uh, Hail Mary right before halftime, and here comes Sugarland. And it's like that story, it makes me laugh every time because it's so random, the things he remembers. Um, and story time with Sean, when he's in a good mood, 
he could talk <laughs> forever, and you could listen to him forever because he's such a captivating storyteller. Um, that's, what, that's one of the things I missed about Alvin Gentry was uh, Alvin. We call it Alvin needs a friend time because Alvin always wanted to talk after press conferences where things would just kind of go haywire. But it's kind of funny because like as soon as you mentioned, and it, I, this I guess just speaks to me being way older and uh, <laughs> more and being a Saints fan longer. When you mentioned like games at Washington, the first thing I think about about Sean Payton at Washington is the Meacham miracle from. Oh yeah. 2009 and I go back to like oh man that was great and then I'm like oh yeah something crazy happened this time too when he went to uh when they went uh at at Washington so um over I mean it, it, this is now a team a franchise that I mean in 06 struck gold twice with Sean Payton mm-hmm. Andrew Brees now in consecutive Januarys or well not necessarily some consecutive Januarys but Consecutive off seasons, uh, since somebody waited a little bit longer last time. Consecutive off seasons. You wanted it to be poetic. Yeah, and it was. Um, You now have to replace your franchise quarterback and your franchise head coach. I mean, this is a rare thing to do to get it right. The way the Pels—I mean, the Pels. Of course, I was going to say the Pels. I did it. This is third time (laughs) I've done that today. The way the Saints have done. I mean, this is, is this, this is a big undertaking for them to still trying to figure out who their franchise quarterback is and who their head coach is going to be in the same offseason once again. That's why it wouldn't surprise me if they stick in house. Because there's just been so much change that why create more change? Unless you want to blow it up. But I don't think they want to do that. Do you have to figure out who your franchise quarterback is right now? Um. I don't know. <laughs> With Sean retiring slash stepping away, that adds a wrinkle to it. Because depending on who the head coach is, they might want somebody different. Yeah. I mean, I think coming into this season, that was the biggest question mark. Quarterback, maybe wide receiver. Where are you going to go mm-hmm. in both of those areas? You have Taysom Hill, who is shown to be viable. You have Jameis Winston coming off an ACL. He is definitely um good price point right now for mm-hmm. what they might need and then maybe you start trying to develop somebody through the draft i don't know maybe you try to get somebody else in a bigger name are, are any of those possibilities because i know russell wilson's been thrown around aaron Rodgers. we talked about teddy bridgewater maybe but some yeah, of those bigger gotta, names yeah so they've got to see first just what they can and cannot do in terms of the trade situation. So if you're looking at strictly free agent quarterbacks, there aren't a lot of big names. Jameis, in my opinion, is the biggest one. So if you want a big name, you're going to have to go get them. And they can make it work. Yes, they're in cap hell, whatever. But they, they can make it work. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sold on this classic quarterbacks either uh so not a kenny pickett fan he's here good he's good <laughs> but i don't know if he's your franchise quarterback maybe he'll prove me wrong i don't know but i'm just not sold on the class as a whole no it's yeah not like there are like two three must-have guys in this class right it's like ticket or bust and that's if you feel that ticket can be your franchise savior so i don't know they're definitely in a difficult position 
and I'm glad I just have to write about it and not actually figure it out. <laughs> it is, it is, of course, uh, it is, it is going to be a question, a, an off season full of questions, and some of those may uh, may get answered here in 30 minutes when the press conference starts. Amy, I appreciate it. Uh, go get your coffee. You might need need that the rest of the day. Yeah, I've got a free coffee from my neighborhood shop as well that I will probably be cashing in today. There, there you go. I appreciate it. Uh, we're going to hit a break. We will, uh, we're going to talk to Sean Fazan after this, uh, shortly, and then we'll get back to the phone lines. 800-998-1003 ESPN, New Orleans 100.3. She is Aaron Summers. I'm Andrew Lopez. 30 minutes more, and then the Sean Payton press conference, which we'll have for you right here on 100.3. We'll be right back. Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade in. Or check the inventory online Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-sized problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will seek king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, sight-standing seam in over 20 colors, plus 26 and 29 gauge AZ-50 and AZ-55 Gavalume, backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic-coated Gavalume. Buy direct and save Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516, online at reedsmetals.com. People of Louisiana, Caesar is on the way. Yes, the Caesar Sportsbook app is launching in Louisiana very soon. Get ready to bet on all the sports you love right from the palm of your hand. Sign up now using code Radio New, one word, and you'll get $300 in bonus cash to wager with as soon as Caesars is live. Louisiana only must be 21. Permit pending in Harris, New Orleans, Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Horseshoe Lake Charles. Not available in prohibited parishes. Paid in bet credit. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Caesars Sportsbook. Soon, people. People soon. Come on, citizen! What are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengap. She is Aaron Summers. I am Andrew Lopez, ESPN New Orleans 100.3. Uh, we're going to get right into it here with uh, Sean Fazan of Fox 8. I know he's, he is, of course, like, like many other reporters right now, waiting for that press conference to start. Sean, I appreciate you taking the time to to come on with us, even though things are kind of crazy right now. First, let's just get kind of what, what are some of your your general overall thoughts on uh, on the Sean Payton news today? Well, um, well, thanks for having me. Um, you know, when 
we saw the report Sunday that he hadn't recommitted uh, to returning. Uh, you kind of thought, okay, this is one of the off-season things, whatever. But then when we, the video came out yesterday, I actually tweeted a video out of, of Saints owner Gail Benson, you know, com- clearly unsure what was happening or clearly uh, still uncertain about Sean Payton's future. I think that was really the turning point in everyone's mind of this thing getting real. And uh, then the Jay Glazer interview with uh, the Dallas station um, came out and it all kind of added up and it all kind of lined up that this was, this was real. And, you know, I, I'm not surprised that the reason, um, not to take another job, another, uh, another team, but rather, you know, unplug, um, take a break, uh, semi-retire, whatever the case may be, whatever you want to call it. This year was exhausting for everyone. Those of us that covered it, obviously those of, uh, those that played and coached, um, right. I said this before, this is only a one extra week this season, but it felt like eternity. Um, and by the end of it, it was just like, my goodness, you look back, it's like, my goodness, this journey was, was really long and exhausting. And I think that it all kind of caught up to Sean Payton, and here we are. I'm actually in, at the indoor facility right now. They're going to start this at 3 o'clock um, with a press conference announcing his, you know, losing seven down with the Saints head coach. I have two questions for you. First one is the timing of all of this. Do you think this is beneficial to the Saints? Obviously, a lot of coaching positions have, they've been interviews already. People have obviously hired coaches. How do you think that this kind of plays out for the Saints? I think it had to be by today or tomorrow at the latest, just given just what you said. A, a lot of teams looking for head coaches. I don't think one's been hired yet, but there's a lot of qualified candidates. Uh, and B, um, you got the you know Senior Bowl coming up next week. You've got the combine coming up soon. Uh, you're, mm-hmm. you're getting you're about to really kickstart this off season here. So if it was going to happen, it had to happen this week. And timing wise, probably the longest you could have waited before you know the, the organization had to know uh, what was going to happen. Uh, you know with Sean Payton's future, and obviously he had earned the right uh, to take his time and really think about it. And you know Jay Glazer said something interesting in that interview. Um, you know, Sean Payton is the type that kind of changes his mind a lot. I think that goes to show you he was torn about the decision. Um, he knows how good of a situation he has here. Uh, it's not going to be as good in other spots. So uh, he to- he was torn, uh, and obviously he made the decision. But I guess back to your original point, the timing, I think it had to be a- this week um, for it to really work for everyone. And then on the quarterback front, a-, a lot of the draw for people to come here and play for the Saints is Coach Payton and the ability to play – under that kind of offensive mind, do you think that changes what they'll be able to get in in that position? Well, it depends on who they hire. Um, but yeah, I mean, and Sean Payton is synonymous with the Saints. And Sean Payton is synonymous with offense, and Sean Payton is synonymous with you know, offensive football. Kind of the he's the one that ushered in this new wave of offensive, you know, football here in New Orleans. So that is very much a real thing going forward. Who do you hire? Uh, can that you know, coach, you know, attract the, the type of free agent that you need. Does mm-hmm. he, I guess you'd call it a recruiter to get one of those guys, you know, big-time players to come in. Um, so, yeah, and especially when you talk about there's a strong need at the franchise quarterback position, absolutely, that, that factors in. And I, I guess we'll have to wait and see, but I think that's absolutely on the minds of everyone here as they look forward to make this new hire. Sean, I know you got to get inside the facility and and get everything set up, so we'll let you go. I appreciate you for giving us just a little bit of your time, though, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, thank you. We uh we got about twenty 
20 minutes or so left on the show. One more break. If you want to call in and talk, 800-998-1003. Uh, you can get on us at Twitter, at ESPN Radio NOLA. I mean, it, the, the timing thing is a good point. I mean, not and also for, I mean, he, he pointed out other teams are starting to, you know, obviously some hires have been made, some part, some stuff has been done. Um, but I think the, the biggest thing is also, the timing of Dennis Allen right mm-hmm. now. I mean, we've talked about it a lot on the show so far about where he is with, you know, coaching interviews. And I think you had to go in and get him out of these interviews, essentially. You want to make sure that's still a viable right. option because you lost your main guy. And I think Dennis Allen, we've seen him step into the head coaching role as needed at times. So you you want to make sure that you're able to go that route if that is in fact what you want to do. Uh, heaven forbid he was already taken by somebody else. So you want to. I don't know if it was you know Coach Payton still going back and forth or the organization saying, "Hey, this is kind of what we we need right now at this point is a decision before other teams get too far far down the line." Um, but you got to give it to to Coach. <laughs> I mean, he came here, he gave it his all. And you can't blame somebody for saying that they, they, they need to move on, you know, yeah. for like, whatever and, reason. And for, I mean, he, he mentioned the Glazer interview last night with, on the Dallas news station. He mentioned, uh, Sean just referenced the, the tweet, uh, as well, uh, from Jay Glazer. I mean, this is, this hasn't been, it doesn't sound like it's been an easy thing for him. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it sounds like it's been something that he has been, been wrestling with for, for a while, I mean, and, and for, I mean, I know this is on a grander scale, right? But there's a lot of times when you think about leaving a job, if something else pops up and you're like, oh, do I do, do I go? Like, what do I Is the grass really greener? Right. I mean, and he loves the game. He loves staying up and watching film and trying to game plan. And at what point is he going to miss that? Right. And, you know, I, again, I, it, I could see it being a, um, a situation where it, it is a a mini retirement, and again, a lot of answers. We don't have a lot. We have a lot of questions. We don't have many answers. A lot of these could come here in twenty minutes when the press conference starts. Uh, so uh, we could hear a lot more things. We could figure some things out. Uh, we just don't know right now. Uh, we don't know if if I mean it. They could appoint somebody today. I, I I don't know. Like again, I don't know what the rule is with the Rooney rule with who you have to interview and do all that. I don't know if that happens if you just appoint somebody on the staff if your coach resigns. I I do not know. But if I mean if they have to go through the process, maybe they go through a full search. Maybe they know it's Dennis Allen and they just go to to somebody else. To me, it's still just it is it's just so much that. You still have to try and sit here and, and, and figure out. And again, we just don't have those answers right now. You want to call in? We got, a, like I said, maybe about 15 minutes left. Uh, one more break in us 800 998 100.3 as we figure out uh, what's going on here. Uh, as, as Sean Payton has, it seemingly looks like he will announce his, uh, his retirement. Uh, here in about 20 minutes or so. Um, it's been, like, I remember it's been quite a run for for New Orleans, and I know uh, you can tell, as as both Amy and Sean alluded to just now, how much this 
really started to just kind of drain him. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it reminds me of like the, uh, how they talk about how, how, how being the president ages you so much. And you look at how a picture of when they, when they start compared to when they finish. And it just feels like, yeah, do we have a picture aged. of him at the beginning of the season and the end? Can we do a side by side? Look, I, I, he probably looks about five years older, especially after Jameis got hurt and he had to start like four quarterbacks in a matter of like five or six weeks. Um, I mean, he even missed a week this year. I mean, the te- and that's another thing that people I don't think we've talked about much. The testing that has gone on the last two years, mm-hmm. the protocols have gone on. It hasn't been a, a as much as we looked at last year as a a normal season. That was not a normal no. season. Um, clearly, you dealt with more more COVID protocols this year. I could see how, especially not having Drew, that just that just started to weigh on him more and. and you go back to Glazer's tweet from earlier, and if and if that's a situation where he really was thinking about it for a year or two, you you wonder if maybe him and uh, him and Drew talked about trying to come back together and and, and make something happen. But uh, it's just it's it's a it's a crazy wilder situation that again you you, you started to see it coming, and then you're like ah no, all right, but maybe mm-hmm. thanks. Okay, but maybe here. So, uh, boom. Let's uh, let's go to the phone lines right now. We just popped up. What you uh, what you got for us, real quick? Hello. Hey, how's it going? You're on, Jack. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, hi. Um, guys, um, do y'all think the uh, the biggest priority right now is to make sure uh, Jeff Allen doesn't get out the building? I think we're good on that. I think, yeah, I think there was a report earlier today uh, that the the Bears are were looking at somebody else. Uh, I forget who it was, but the Bears were, were were zeroing in on hiring somebody else and not Jeff Ireland. So I think Jeff Ireland is 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 safe for now. I mean, what do you think stopping them from from promoting him and you know and making it more lucrative for him to stay here? I don't think, I mean, the promotion thing, I mean, obviously Mickey's going to be the one making the, making the shots. I think what you do is you just give him more control in situations. And I think that could be a part where Sean probably had more control than most head coaches in the league. Uh, I think that's fair to say <laughs> that, that Sean. Well, I mean, now it's, Hey, we have a open head coaching position. Lead this. Yeah, you know, so, there's, there's, you want to have control and. Make a mark. Here we go. Yeah. So I think you can shift Jeff Ireland into maybe more of a role where he has uh, just a little bit more uh, control now. Uh, there's always the financial component that we just don't know about. Obviously, we don't we don't necessarily hear about their salaries. So I think that can also um, be be a big part of this as well to to make sure uh, that we keep him. Uh, Jack, we're going to switch it. We're going to go right over to Mitch. Uh, here and try to get this question right before this break. Mitch, you're on. What you uh, what you got about Sean Payton? Hold on, we're coming, Mitch. We're coming, Mitch. There we go. What you got, Mitch? We don't have a Mitch. There we go. There we go. All right. Um, thanks for having me. Um, now that Sean Payton is gone, Drew Brees gone, and the uh, the salary cap being the way it is, do you think this is the start of a Saints rebuild? You know, we Aaron and I talked about this earlier, and I think 
what you could see here, they have a tough decision to make. It, this could probably this could finally be the year, and I think part of that is going to decide is who is going to come in here. They don't. I don't think they really want to go into losing seasons. I don't really think they want to go into a complete full blown rebuild, especially with the talent they have on the defensive end right now. You don't. I mean, you still have Demario Davis, Cam Jordan playing at high levels. Mm-hmm. Marshawn Lattimore is. I mean, you're not necessarily in a position to just give it up on that end. However, do maybe you try and take all the hits and roll all the cap into one year and you take all the dead cap right now, or do you keep kicking it down the, down the road like you have been over the last few seasons? Again, some of those answers could come up here uh, very quickly. Uh, we'll try to take a couple of more calls if we can after the break. Uh, 800-998-1003. She is Aaron Summers. I'm Andrew Lopez here, ESPN New Orleans 100.3, a couple of minutes when we get back. Conquer the cold at Barker Kia with these hot deals on our entire lineup of new Kias. These Kias are packed with our value and technology. Best of all, they all come with our famously low Barker Kia price. Come take a look at the ultra-sporty 2022 Kia K5. That includes an 8-inch touchscreen lane-keeping technology that all comes standard. Or drive home in the new 2022 Kia Sorento, the third-row seven-seater SUV with standard features like smartphone integration. And, of course, we have to mention the all-new Kia Carnival MPV. The SUV-inspired van has a radical departure from the usual. Now, that says it all. So come conquer the cold with a hot deal at Barker Kia and get our famously low Barker Kia price. And you know all these new Kias come with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. That's Barker Kia and Homer, or shop online at BarkerKia.com. Come see me, people. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com, a retailer for details. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates on auto insurance, but what does that mean? Surprising. This often means something comes out of nowhere, like finding that $20 bill in your dryer. Great? Well, obviously, great means superior. Rates? Simply what one pays in exchange for something. And in this case, that something is State Farm being there when you need them most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios in Cutoff. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. Say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Andrew Lopez, Aaron Summers, a few more minutes here on ESPN New Orleans, 100.3. Um, we have some clarification on the, on the Rooney Rule thing that I was talking about before, about if the Pelican, I mean, fourth time, get it. <laughs> Should have a buzzer going off of that. Uh, if the Saints wanted to just announce the retirement of Sean Payton and the promotion of Dennis Allen. Would that violate the Rooney rule? Well, you have to interview at least one um, person of color for that spot. They cannot do that. You you just got clarification on that, correct? Right. I spoke to Jonathan Jones, uh, CBS NFL senior reporter there, and he said that the Saints have to go through the same process as every other okay. team is. So they're, 
while the Saints may want to elevate somebody on their staff, they still have to do the due diligence to everybody else and, and go through the same process. And fulfill that uh, or suffer penalties for it. Um, a couple of guys, I think uh, Jeff Duncan and Adam Schefter basically kind of just both tweeted the, the same thing. Earlier today, Sean Payton met with, uh, they say he met for about 35 minutes with the Saints football staff to let it know he was moving on. They told stories about the past and reflected on what they accomplished. He told the staff he has no current plans uh, for this upcoming season, so he does have time to figure out what really is going to be his next move. Uh, we were talking just a little bit about the cap Mm-hmm. Right now, and about Kai and how and how they've been been working magic for years. Yeah, Kai Harley. I mean, he's been in this position for 14 years with the Saints, and he is the primary guy who handles contract negotiations, strategic planning, management of the Saints' salary cap. They are notoriously in salary cap quote unquote hell every January, yeah. and you restructure 10 to 12 contracts, and you're good in a matter of 30 minutes. I mean, Harley is a magician, <laughs> so. I think people are. He's also a un- because nobody's ever seen him. No, apparently. I know, really. But it, people are kind of putting <laughs> unnecessary stress in that area. Um, I think there are bigger things that we need to focus on now, especially considering the news of today. Yeah, it's. I mean, the the biggest things today is you're looking. I mean, who? Not only now, who leads your team off the field? Who leads your team on the field? I mm-hmm. mean, we've, we've talked about it. You have to figure out the quarterback spot. You have to figure out. Um, the head coaching spot and how are, are those tied together? I mean, you, that you you wonder if you get a Dennis Allen, is he married to the to the idea of like, oh well, let's just bring Jameis back. I can we we got we have it. Um, I mean that's that's still big here. So I, I think what you end up doing is uh, is still pretty big. Uh, how to to try and figure this out? Hey, do you figure out the quarterback first? Obviously, I think you, you would like to probably figure out the. Um, the head coach first, and then you figure out where, where your quarterback is after that. And you kind of just, uh, I think it's an all encompassing question though. I mean, do you continue on as it has been? Yeah. Or do you bring in a new offensive coordinator? Do you bring in somebody that's young and new and a new mind? And what is the whole thing going to look under you as a head coach? It's not just, you know, we like, we like you, we've done well for the team as is. Right. It's kind of like, this is an opportunity to really, possibly shake things up if they want to go that direction it's and that's that's kind of the big question let's go to to mike uh might be our last caller let's go to mike right now hey good afternoon hey how you doing man good good um since eric b enemy is a new orleans native and he's been overlooked the past couple of seasons um he's been under andy reed for i yeah. think yeah, this is his fourth season uh although he's not a, a head coach I think the uh, the tree speaks for itself, so um, I just wanted to bring that up and see what you guys thought. So that was a name we brought up off the air mm-hmm. to together because I think we both feel they they do look in house. If they look out of house, if they look uh, at, at somebody, I, I mean, if you want somebody who's going to care about this city, I mean, he is a New Orleans native. He's obviously been uh, in a lot of different places. Andy Reid the other day. Um, one of the kind of, I guess, final knocks, if you will, on, on Bien-Ami, uh regarding his uh, candidacies has been um, basically he he doesn't call the plays and Andy Reid calls the plays, which is kind of funny because New Orleans is a place where Sean Payton would call the plays and Pete Carmichael will only sometimes call the plays. But, you know, Andy Reid basically came out the other day and said, no, he he calls the plays. This is this is his office. This is, this is what he does. 
Uh, and I think what you've seen there has been um, has has been uh, some growth in that area. So, Mike, I appreciate uh, appreciate that call. The uh, enemy is a guy who I think uh, a, a lot of people go after. We, we've already mentioned Brian Flores. Um, a lot of these coordinators around the league that we've we've seen. Again, you, you go to you go to the McVay tree. You go to, to a lot of different places. I I think you're good on the. Because if, if you don't, here's the other thing now. If you don't go Dennis Allen, like the, the, with Den, I don't know if Dennis Allen would stay again. Mm. Um, if you go to a new head coach, maybe that head coach does uh, want to say, I want to bring in all all new guys. Um, and at that point, that's where things start to get a little, you know, a, a little crazy. I mean, do you want... You know, you bring in your, your own head coach who says, I want my own offensive coordinator. I want my own defensive coordinator. And then things start right. to shake up a little bit more. And that's when maybe you start to look at, okay, maybe this team goes into a different direction completely when it comes to, um, you know, what, you know, what, what, what direction you want to go in. I, I still think that this is a team who, to me, tries to stay inside as much as possible. Um, Especially if guys are going to try to end up having to get out of contracts, and you got you, you know, I, I don't know what the contracts look like for for coaches right now for for some of these, but it, to to me it seems seems like something that they would want to try to stick with and have this continuity. Absolutely, it's just kind of, do you take this opportunity to really shake everything up, or do you want to continue on with the way things have been and the people that you know and you trust? It has been noted the Saints' assistant coaching staff is all in attendance for this press conference, so we'll see what happens pretty soon. What the Saints. Uh, press conference it'll be here espn new orleans 100.3 coming up in about five minutes aaron summers andrew lopez appreciate you listening later guys energize your business with bayou black electric supply in homa when you're elbow deep in a job the last thing you need is to lose